Hello everyone and good morning. Welcome to Church Talk. Here our desire is to equip church planter and church leader to fulfill their God-given mission. So today we have Pastor Priji along with us. Uh, Pastor Priji, welcome on the Church Talk. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Jojo. It's, it's going to be fun because uh, our goal has been to uh, try and uh, experiment and and brainstorm for ideas and thoughts that can really help churches and, and church leaders and yes. and uh, especially uh, you know new churches you know upcoming churches not uh, already established church because an already established church generally they have a, a a process or a set pattern of working and doing things over a period of time but upcoming churches is the uh, is is the is the primary uh, target uh, for these podcasts. Correct. So today what we're going to do is we're going to again focus on few points which is important from a church growth point of view. Right, so right. When we think about church growth, uh, one of the important aspect of it is to have a proper vision. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Anything without a vision or a mission is actually not a proper plan at all or, you know, that's not the way to go for it. So uh, what are the emphasis or what are the important point that one has to remember when they're looking for a vision or how do they plan for it? See, I think uh, you have to, if you want your church to grow, then you have to add the, 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 the goal of growth in your vision. Right. If, if it is not part of your vision statement, if it is not part of your mission statement, then your church is not going to grow. It's well, as simple yeah. as that. It may right. grow organically, mm. biologically mm. over a period of time. I'm not talking about that, but it will not intentionally grow. Exactly. If you want your church to intentionally grow, then it has to be part of the, the vision, vision statement, statement yeah. of the church. Yeah. Like, for example, in our church, we talk about how uh, one of the key things in our, uh, our dream or desire is to plant a house church in every uh, pin code in in the city exactly. how we would like to have a revival center in every state capital of india how we would like to uh, present god to this generation through evangelism this is this part of our vision statement exactly right and and, and uh, vision is something that you can really drive into the heart of your people uh, week after week yeah. Month after month, yeah. it, it never gets old because exactly. that's that's the vision of the, it's not a sermon that you preach. Yes. So that's the vision with which the church was birthed. Right. Uh, God has put that into your spirit. That becomes a DNA of the church. Absolutely, like the point that you just said, it has to be the DNA which God gave you, not your vision. You know? Absolutely, a lot of time you end up making your mission statement or right. your vision right. statement, which right. is not what. Absolutely, absolutely. See, it, it also uh, helps to receive this vision statement from God, especially when it is about growth, because sometimes uh, your the I, I may be very controversial in saying this. Sometimes God may not want to make you a a church of fifty thousand people. Yeah. Uh, sometimes God may want to make you a church of fifty thousand people, but not every pastor or every leader. Does God want to give a church of 50,000 people? Right. You know, the Bible talks about this very clearly. It says that to one servant, God gave five talents. Right. To one, he gave two. Mm -hmm. And to one, he gave one. God, it was not bad for God to do that. 
you know mm-hmm. so it was necessary for us to go to god and say god what is your desire what is your dream that you want to give me right. you know uh, if if god's dream for me is 50000 people in my church and i am dreaming only for 100 people then there is a mismatch mm. if mm. god's dream for me is 50 people in my church and i am dreaming for 50000 people again there is a mismatch right uh, so th- that's where that's why it's so important for you to receive your vision from the lord and exactly. ask him lord what is it that you're asking me to do exactly what kind of growth are you are you uh, expecting me to exemplify through my church right so so for any young leader who is actually uh, you know looking to plant a church or who's just thinking about it you know one of the important uh, aspect of is to actually pray and get a vision absolutely so prayer plays a very important role to actually put that foundation mm. which can take to the i mean which will definitely go to the next level right so right prayer has to be the foundation for anything in that case absolutely also also because uh you know one you like like you rightly said when you pray you receive the vision right it, but it is not just the reception of the vision but it's also the 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 growth of the vision you know mm-hmm. the 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 strategies everything comes you receive everything in a time in a place of prayer exactly when you don't have uh you know consistent prayer where if you know there are so many churches that i've seen or organizations or ministries that i've seen that we start with a great movement of movement of prayer yeah then the vision is birth mm-hmm. once the vision is birth they stop praying right once the vision is birth they are like okay now that we know what to do let's get on with doing it and mm-hmm. they stop praying and i think that is where we begin to fail we have to learn how to go back into a place of prayer exactly. irrespective of uh, you know if we feel like praying or not irrespective of if we uh, want to uh, receive anything any vision from god or not because prayer is the is the one thing that will uh, give the church the fuel for growth exactly and also not only will it give you the fuel for growth but it will also give you the 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 uh, the capacity to hold the growth you know the first century church they grew from 12 people to 120 people to mm-hmm. 3000 people overnight exactly it, it it was it was not and to 5000 people in the next few days right. you know that was right. that was not how did they manage it the bible says they devoted themselves to prayer absolutely when they devoted themselves to prayer they were not just able to grow but they were also able to manage that growth exactly god gave them the wisdom to manage the growth that they they had when when they were praying absolutely that's that's so true pastor preji so here we are discussing with the vision and with the prayer how we can go but what i also believe is like if if you really want to see your church to grow mm-hmm. there has to be a proper strategy how you reach out to the community or the right. people around right so uh, uh, yes prayer would definitely work mm-hmm. but you should have a plan in terms of putting things in a order so that mm-hmm. people would know okay there is there is a church mm-hmm. and that that will help me mm-hmm. so how would you plan or how would you strategize to reach out a community or a set of people who who you look forward to come to the church see uh, i have to say this here uh, most people our church uh, we have grown from a church of 
being three or four people yeah. to now almost 60 to 70 to 80 people sometimes coming for our Sunday services. Yeah. And we have a big reach online, offline uh, to, to other churches and ministries. We have planted churches through the uh, church that we have planted here and uh, over the last few years. And, and uh, the one thing that has been the foundation of the growth in our church it has not been special meetings or special programs or uh, special teaching by a mm -hmm. pa special pastor nothing of that sort mm -hmm. the the primary reason for growth in our church uh, from our personal experience has been community building that community exactly. building relationships mm -hmm. um, that when the people that have already been coming into the church when they have been intentional in building friendships relationships as simple as uh, one one sister who just got baptized last Sunday yeah. uh, she was reached out to by another sister who lives in the same PG one, one night she hears somebody crying on the rooftop on the terrace she goes to the terrace to find this another sister crying and she ministers to her shares the gospel with her she comes to church mm. gets saved gets baptized you know it's as simple as that building a relationship building community becomes the foundation for um, for growth in the church if you see uh, you know in how did the disciples uh, how did the disciples increase the same thing reaching out yeah one one disciple would go and tell for example jesus told andrew you know Uh, for the first disciples to follow Jesus was Andrew and John. They went and they told their brothers. John's brother was James. Andrew's brother was Peter. Mm. And they went and told their brothers, hey, guess what? Follow us. Uh, you know, we have found the Messiah. Why don't you follow us? Right. Philip went and told Nathaniel, hey, we, I have, we have found the Messiah. Why don't you follow us? And, and that's how they began to formed a small community right. of people who began to follow Jesus right. and that continued to multiply and sooner or later you, you would see that, that that 12 people that were walking with Jesus became 70 people exactly. and that 70 people by the time of uh, Jesus' ascension was 500 mm. and, uh, and it never, uh, it, you know, because of their consistency in being becoming a community, it continued to increase, it continued exactly. to like, grow. You know, Like we know this uh, funny thing which we call it as a chain business. Yeah. You know, one yeah. person adds another person. Absolutely. And, and that's how it works. You have Very to much. share with another person. That's how people would get saved. That's how people would come. And mm. eventually you would see the growth in the church. Right. So many times we are dependent on the pastor to yeah. do that. We're thinking that the pastor will bring people to the church. It's not the yeah. pastor's job. Who, who, who gives birth to new sheep? The shepherd or the sheep? <laughs> like like in the in the flock of herd who gives birth it's not the shepherd's job is to help the sheep to give birth to new sheep exactly for example in our church let us say that i'm i'm also a sheep i'm i'm also a member mm. as much as i'm a pastor yeah but but to say that the pastor will give birth to new sheep that's would, not that's not practical the pastor's job the shepherd's job is to help the sheep 
to give birth to new sheep, to connect and, and, and to, to bring new people in. But uh, so many times we think that it's one man's job or the evangelist, the guest mm. pastor's job or the, mm. you know, the worship leader's job. No, it's not their job. It is the job of every person in the church to, to reach out and to tell others about the love of Jesus and to invite them along with you to mm. church on a weekly basis. As a church here at BRC, we are, we've been believing that you know, this year God will allow us to hit 100 people, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. that, that we will have an attendance, a regular weekly attendance of 100 people this year. We are believing for that. Yeah. But that is not possible unless these 60, 70 people that are really coming, work hard towards they all also work hard. You yeah. know, if I try, it will be hardly possible. I'm hardly here. Mm. You know, if Pastor Jojo alone tries, it will not be possible. If, if Pastor Kachi alone tries, it will not be possible. If Pastor Robin alone tries, It'll still be hard. But if all 60, 70 people decide, yes, let's build a community. Let's bring somebody new to church every Sunday. Yeah. Let's invite at least one person to the house of God every Sunday. Yeah. And it's going to be a, that, that 70 people inviting one person to church for the next 50 Sundays. Mm, exactly. You know, that's, that's got to bring a momentum. That's okay. definitely going to bring a... Uh, growth that you're not even expecting. Yeah, that's that's so true. Interesting. Let's 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 little deep dive in the concept mm. of outreach since we are there. Yeah. Uh, because anybody who is looking forward to, uh, you know, invite people or mm -hmm. to reach out to people, what are the ways or what are the you know strategy that they have to follow in mm -hmm. terms of you know reaching out more people? You know, in today's world, we have many options. Maybe it online. Maybe we we go. Uh, we can print a flyer mm -hmm. and send it across. Uh, but, but what do you think is a key to all this like, in terms of an outreach? If we have to define outreach, how, how would you go about it? See, uh, I would define outreach the way Jesus did. Jesus uh, uh, called the 70 and sent them out two by two and gave them an instruction, a very specific instruction. Do this, go here, behave like this and return with this. You know, very, very clear, precise instructions that they received from Jesus. Yeah. So often we base our strategies on what uh, everybody else is doing. Correct. Uh, we base our strategies on what we, uh, what is the most popular trends. Mm. Now that's not wrong. I'm, I'm not yeah. saying that it's, it's wrong for you to use your context and, uh, and be relevant and try to, try to use them to reach out to your people. That is very much necessary. You should do that. Jesus did, Jesus did that. The first century church did that. Apostle Paul in his teachings, he did that. Mm. But uh, the primary source of our strategies has to be uh, some things that we receive from God. For example, one of the things that you know I, I received when we were praying uh, about our church growth is that uh, is that word that God said. Uh, it was I think a couple of years back when God gave us that word, saying uh, I think it was in one of the fasting prayers. We were fasting and praying, and God said uh, that I would I would cause your church to spread the word of God, you know, to to distribute Bibles. And we said, okay, if that is the case, let us let us start doing that. And yeah. you know, and and since then we've we've given away 
uh, hundreds or thousands of Bibles right. since since then. Yeah. You know, even when people come to our church, we give them the entire Bible, the mm. complete New Testament and the Old Testament. It's sometimes very expensive to do wow. that, you know. Yeah. But but because God said that back then, mm-hmm. we've been doing that free of cost for every person that walks into the church. And on a weekly basis, earlier we used to give away this John's Gospel uh, to people on the streets. But now uh, God has given us enough uh, money to give away the New Testament, the whole of New Testament. And we've been doing that. I think almost 50 New Testaments are given away on a weekly Weekly basis. if you if you look at the trends and the and even even if we look at the results of mm-hmm. it, okay, uh, we've been doing this for a long time, and I can't say that according to the number of uh, Bibles that are going in, the number of people are coming in. It's not. It's it's definitely yeah. not the same. But because we know God told us to do this, mm. and we are being faithful to God, uh, you know, when when you know that your strategies primarily come out of what God has spoken. Out of what what God has said, do this, and you're just being obedient. How you do it is, uh, you know, you can have different ways to do it. Exactly. Be creative about it, and you know, uh, it, it can either be people coming into the church, or you going out into the world, or you going to a place of need. How you do it is is for you your creativity to uh, be be added to it. And, and, and it's not about numbers anytime. Like absolutely, no. Not at all. The focus is never on the numbers. Like as you said, even if you're doing a Bible distribution, mm. probably you're sowing that seed in right. someone's heart. Right. Maybe it would come up someday in mm. some other church. Right. But you're doing your part in that way. Absolutely. Wave. You know, so often we get discouraged because uh, uh, we have we don't see the immediate result of it. Right. And and what God is saying is, hey. Are you willing to sow? Hmm. Are you just willing to sow the seed? Apostle Paul said it like this. Uh, he, he said, I sowed, somebody else watered, but it is God who made it grow. Exactly. Uh, and and that is so, it's so important for us to um, follow that as a church, follow that as, a, uh, as the bride of Jesus, that we uh, become intentional at sowing. Exactly. And and leave the rest to God. Leave the results to God. And at the same time, keep developing your strategy. Yeah. Don't uh, don't become uh, so stuck to doing just one thing mm. that you you're saying that I would not do anything else. Yeah. You know, if if God uh, is putting into somebody's heart to distribute food, go ahead and do that. If God is putting into somebody's heart, see the other thing is this. I, I've had a problem with the church for all time with this that. Uh, that sometimes we do outreach purely with the intention of winning people to Jesus. Mm. Now, as much as that's a good good intention, I think that is that is not the heart of God. Yeah. The heart of God is to express His love for people. Right. Now, when if you go out and your primary intention is to love somebody and not make them a member of your church. Then everything changes. The way you talk to them changes. The way you give them the gospel message changes. The uh, you know there is no no agenda for your love. Exactly. No underlying mission. If they come to your church, praise God. If they go to another church, praise God. If they don't ever go to a church, still praise God. But the primary motivation for outreach should not just be adding number, adding numbers or church growth. Church growth will happen yeah. as a natural result of the fact that God lives in your church. Mm. It, it's like this. If there is flower 
with honey in it honey bees will automatically come mm-hmm. you know you don't have to put an advertisement board saying honey uh-huh. available yeah. honey bees who need honey they will automatically come to the uh, flower and and you know and take part of the honey okay. but uh, but if we can do the same thing with the church if god is in your church if you host god in your church week after week uh, meeting after meeting people who are hungry for god people who are thirsty for god they will automatically be drawn to the exactly. church but when it comes to outreach don't do it only to increase your church numbers do it to genuinely love people right do it right. to genuinely uh, reach out to hungry people thirsty people yeah. sick people broken people uh, people that are you know in various walks of life just do it purely to reach out to them and uh, and praise god if god uses some of them to bring people into your church that's so true uh, you said something very interesting uh, a while back that you should not try only one thing over a period of time there has to be some change that you have to bring that's true now that brings up to a point of uh, improvising and uh, empowerment within the church mm-hmm. leaders or mm-hmm. members of the church itself mm-hmm. so uh, you know what i believe is you have to actually give the authority amongst uh the members of the church to try out different things probably Definitely. one thing might work with me but mm-hmm. not that's not the case with another everybody person everybody else yes yeah. so uh, so what are the basic aspect that you would uh, you know look as a pastor that you would uh, empower your leadership team to actually focus on you know in terms of uh, strategizing and creating new plans i i think that uh, um instead of imposing your perspective on everybody else now there are people in our church who do different things they are not part of the official church program yeah. per se for example there are this, there are this couple of guys who go busking i didn't even know that there is a term called busking yeah. they just go out there and they stand in junctions then they start singing songs right. and and when people gather they share gospel sometimes they give them bibles and sometimes they go out you know they they are not part of official church programs but every time i see their their story on my instagram feed i text them and i say hey you know what i'm praying for you right now yeah. go ahead go in faith and may god give you uh you know breakthrough may god give you and i intentionally pray for them and you know right. that it's very necessary that as leaders you believe in what your people are doing right. uh, you it's it's one thing to say that uh you know uh, i i am the i i am the pastor and you know i will stand with you but another thing for you to uh, look for okay what are they doing how can i stand with them and pray for them and help them in what they are doing um, it's not just about them doing what uh, what you are called to do but it's also about you seeing what they are doing and empowering them helping them equipping them sometimes that even means that if uh, they they need practical physical uh, financial support that you take a special offering in church and help yeah. them and 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 stand with them if if they need uh practical physical uh help of volunteers that you talk to your church people and 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 send them with them you know one of the things that we believe in as a church is in sending out uh people to plant churches and mm. uh, and even though sometimes not all of them work with our same organization or with the same perspectives we we still say hey if there is anything that we can do uh the previous pastor that moved out of our church we 
uh, we raised a special offering for a couple of Sundays together to be able to buy him a bike when he left. Yeah. Uh, the, the Nets pastor that we, uh, we, we've been raising offering every month to be able to pay for his house rent for mm-hmm. the next one year. Now, we, we've been doing that uh, you know, regularly as, as, as a ministry to be able to uh, financially, emotionally, whatever way we can equip other pastors, other leaders who would like to do church planting would like to uh, you know and that that is very very helpful if you want your church to grow then you need to become intentional about of course believing yeah. it in your in your heart and also speaking it out um, like when you talk about vision you're talking about speaking it out it has to transcend beyond that where you begin to pray it has to go beyond that where you uh, you know, build a community, strategize your uh, uh, work, uh, or your outreach in a way that it is going to, you know, be effective and to the point where you're even, evil, even willing to pay the bill, you know, you're yeah. even willing to um, raise money and, you know, put your wallet where your mouth is and, you know, do whatever it takes to equip the people who are already doing what they're doing. Yeah. And when that happens... Growth is, of course, going to be part and parcel of your, you know, uh, yeah. ministry. That, that's so powerful, Pastor Priji, and it, it requires a lot of commitment, you know, it does. saying that. It does. It's not that easy, but you got to sacrifice a lot in terms Absolutely. of reaping those benefits for your church. Right. Uh, yeah, saying that, uh, we are towards the end of it. So the points that we discussed were vision, prayer, the, the reach of community, how we can do our outreach, and empowerment within the church itself. So, Absolutely. Uh, I hope all our listeners would have a great time listening to us, and uh, they would be blessed for sure, I guess. Yes, I hope so. <laughs> I hope if you are blessed, please do write to us and let us know what point spoke the most to you, and if there's anything that you want to add to it uh, that, that we missed. Yeah, please let us know please. and we'd like to talk more about it. And, and if you have any questions as to uh, what are the things that hinders your ministry that, are, that, is, that has been a challenge in your church, mm. ask us the questions. Our email ID is info at pastorpriji.com. You can even email us or uh, reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, wherever you uh, are in touch with us. Reach out to us, leave us a message and let us know. And we would be more than glad to answer your questions. Well, well, saying that, that's, that's all for now. So this is Church Talk. Here our desire is to equip church planters and church leaders to fulfill their God-given mission. God bless you all. That's all for this week. As you prepare for a new week ahead, may we request your continual prayer and financial support for the ministry here at Bangalore Revival Center and also for our mission work in different and diverse parts of India, Africa and around the world. Every dollar or rupee you contribute will actually make a life-transforming difference to many. Find all the information for making your generous contributions at pastorpriji.com.